What's up, nerds and nerdettes, and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. It actually is Halloween. Uh, Literally. This is a late recording. (laughs) Late night. Yes. Uh, It'll be a quick turnaround, but uh, this is just a special, just a Halloween special. And I'm telling you, man, I feel like this month is just flown by because we always try to do so big in the month of October and we love this month and I feel like it always just zooms by yeah but then the next two months will drag because not to down Thanksgiving or Christmas they're both great Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of great family time but Mm -hmm. there's something about october and i know we're both tennessee fans and usually tennessee football is in the heat and the leaves are changing and halloween's this month and so october's always been our favorite month and uh, i just feel like we had all these exciting plans and they're already done yeah (laughs) i mean life is happening fast i think i said that yeah last one time yeah like but life is happening so fast right now yeah so uh but hey you know we're (laughs) we're making it happen we are we We are are. uh uh, friday was a pretty busy day for us we uh we celebrated our three-year anniversary maddie and myself Mm -hmm. and we had little tokyo for lunch oh lovely it's Mm -hmm. been a while for me uh still 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 amazing <laughs> um and we were there early we were there at like 11 30 so like didn't have to really wait much just went straight to the table which is rare when you go to little tokyo um so we ate and as we've talked uh quite a bit off the air uh mom is in uh some bad health uh got a hip replacement coming up and it's honestly too far off um I hate that they've had to schedule her so late. Dad's <laughs> in down two. His uh, L3 and L4 are out of whack in his spine. So he's been out of work, um, relaxing and laying and icing. And they're both, and you know, Nolan's in Chattanooga. And so it's been me and Peyton kind of volleyballing back and forth you know when she's not at when she's at dollywood you know i'm trying to do as much as i can she's really stepped up though peyton is is just killing it and in january she ships off to basic for the air force so forgot about <laughs> yeah but it's been crazy man balancing that and uh life and work and rehearsals which um each day rehearsal happens and Wes is like, just a reminder, November 2nd, your last day to call line. And it keeps creeping up. And I'm, and she's like, November 3rd, we're not helping you. <laughs> so good luck. And at one point, Wes was like, you know, you're kind of the, the, uh, <laughs> the veteran. <laughs> because this is a college show that i was asked to do and when i said yes uh which you know how i am if you stroke my ego a little bit i'll i'll do something um uh when he said you'll be sherlock in one act and watson in another i was like "Mm, okay uh and then i realized that most of the cast was 18 to 20 years old and i'm 32 i'm just like ugh. And I'm hearing things like, you know, how life's so hard at 20 and 19 and like, oh, my God, it's just and I'm like, I don't think we complained that much. Did we hard, hard in a different way, in though. a different way? I looked over at the only other girl that's like she's like about to turn 26. And I just kind of looked over at her, at her and I go, does that ever piss you off? And she looked at me and she goes, does it ever piss you off? I was like, oh, yeah. She goes, you're older than I am. I'm like, oh, cool, 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 cool. Thanks. I'm glad, glad we uh, had this conversation. I needed that reminder. <laughs> so, you know, it's just been crazy, man. Uh, and it doesn't get easier in your 30s <laughs> to balance life, as I sure you know, because I don't have a wife and kids. So <laughs> I would imagine that uh, they're going to be happy to have you home. Uh, and not wrapped up in a show, 
but mm-hmm. we'll have midterms coming soon. So what does that entail in your class? What's a midterm going to look like? I don't really have a midterm. And actually, we're, we're actually a couple of weeks past the midterm point of the okay. semester. There's less time left in the semester than what we've already, you know, got. Gotcha. You know I mean, so um, I don't really do a midterm, but at the end of the semester, their final is a monologue. Nice. Yeah, because they do a lot of group performances. So we build up the confidence until we get to the point where we can be solo. Nice. And it's a big deal. Yeah. But man, the play was funny. You've got yeah. some funny kids, man. I do. They're a special crew, those those kiddos. Um, it was a really, really special uh, day for me uh, for a lot of reasons. And it really, you know, in a, on a personal note, like it means the world to me that, that you were there to see that um, and kind of see the the fruition of, of all mm-hmm. the, the work and energy that I've put into, you know, my my yeah. new job and um working with these kids and everything and i remember before i accepted that position i was talking to you and logan about having some doubts about it and having to leave my comfort zone because i had been in a school that i, I really loved that yeah. year um and after seeing the kids you know sort of enjoy that that moment of having an audience and successfully putting on a show and having an emotional connection to what we were doing. That's when it's all worth it. Absolutely. Add that. Those are the moments that, and and I've told this story to a lot of people um, probably just people are sick of hearing about it, but to me, it was just sort of like one of those fate moments. So our, the kids opened the show Thursday night and I was using my phone to video their, their, their curtain call. Well, I forgot to hit stop. <laughs> so I put my phone in my pocket and I go, you know, down through the theater and go back into my classroom where they're getting their mics taken off. And you can hear them celebrating and everything, the excitement. And I walk in the door and they just go crazy. They cheer, you know, we did it. We did it. And um, yeah. <laughs> then the following few minutes is just the chaos of you know, giving everybody yeah. instructions, yeah. lots of people needing my attention, trying to hand out things and, and, and all those things is chaos. Yeah. And I got to come home and, and I listened to the whole thing. It was 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, 15 minutes in my pocket that I got to listen to and I came home and listened to the whole thing and got to relive that that, that moment sense. of them enjoying the, the success of, of the show. And um, man, it was just really special. And last night they, I mean, how do I say it? They, they honored you. Yeah. They, they stopped after the curtain call. They, you know, kind of held everybody back for a second and sort of addressed me. And it was very special. Um, I, I really just felt so special and so, um, so good to know that, that what I'm doing is, is affecting these kids and, Absolutely. and, and um, well, and especially off. coming off of, of- off of COVID. Yeah. I know it's not over, but getting to finally do your first show mm-hmm. as the theater teacher. Um, and I don't think that I've really conveyed to you uh, or even to Maddie. I mean, I, I was trying to, you know, be excited for you without being emotionally excited for you because, you know, I think only other one other time have I seen something that you directed that I wasn't in. Uh, and that was California sweet. Um, singing in the rain. Oh yeah, you did. You did do that singing in the rain. Mm-hmm. Um, but I helped you paint the stage for that. So technically I was involved. Um, <laughs> um, we listened to Lewis Black while painting the stage. So. I don't remember that. Wow. Yeah. But man, um, I'm, uh, it was, it was a funny show um, when they honored you at the end there. And uh, I got a little teary eyed because I was like, because I thought back to the conversation we had in the pool that day when you were having your doubts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's probably not thinking of this the way I do, but 
you know, I, I flashed back and I was like, if I could go back and tell that Josh, dude, trust me in a couple of years, it's going to pay off. And, and it did. Um, I was, I was not just excited to get to be there and see it, but um, I was proud of you, man. You did. I mean, when I saw you afterward, you, you had this look on your face, like you were genuinely like just really excited about it or really yeah. happy about it. And it, it really meant so much to me. I, I, you being there and, and the kids saying all that sweet stuff, you know, yeah. I, I never expect stuff like that. And I, some people might find this hard to believe, but I honestly don't love being in the spotlight. I really don't. I don't like all that attention. Like I've talked before multiple times about how, when I was a teacher of the year, I, it's like, it's nice to be like appreciated and for people to be like, Hey, good job. You know, that's that everybody loves that, but like, Oh, let's really celebrate mm -hmm. you and put you on billboards and do all this stuff. Like I'm not about that. I, I don't, yeah. I don't care for that. And I wasn't about to give some big speech because I did, you know, that was their moment. That was their time. Um, and I've had my moments. I've had yeah. my time in the spotlight. That's, a, that's, it's about them now. And um, plus, and even if I did try to give a speech, I probably would have started crying or something <laughs> like that, you know, and I just, I couldn't do it, but it was really special. I don't know. Some of them listen every now and then. Um, yeah. That actually came up yesterday before the show. A couple of kids were talking to me about it. Uh, if they're listening, uh, I love you guys. You guys are the greatest kids in the world. And uh, I'm very, very proud of you. And I'm just so blessed and honored to be your teacher. Absolutely. And, yeah. and I will, you should I be. Will see you on Tuesday because I'm taking Monday off. And they told <laughs> me I deserved it. So, <laughs> um, but it's funny you mentioned the not being in the spotlight. Uh, because I feel the same way, contrary to popular belief, yeah. just because we love being on stage doesn't mean off stage we love. Um, like if you ever notice, um, if you and Maddie come to the same showing as Sherlock, um, she'll stand like right beside me when people are coming up and talking to me because I get extremely anxious and weirded oh. out by compliments. Yeah. Um, from big groups of people and especially people I don't know. <laughs> um, it's weird. And like you would, you would think that some, someone outside of our circle would look at me and go, you're nuts. Like, that's cool. That's awesome that you, you know, I'd love to get complimented, but it's just, it's, that's not why I do it. Yeah. It's so not, what do you say? Thank yeah. you for telling Thank me how amazing I am. <laughs> and she'll she'll usually like either hold my hand or she'll kind of hold my arm and she's just there because she knows I get really like, thanks. Uh, uh, thanks. This is my girlfriend, Madison. <laughs> I got to the point where I stopped going, going out. And going out. People, yeah, really, because I, you know, the same yeah. way. It's like I, I don't want all that. Yeah. And if it's somebody who's there and I know they're there to see me or whatever, I'll, you know, try to come find them. But um, otherwise, I just maybe hit people up later hey thanks for coming i know you were there sorry i didn't come out yeah it's kind of the point where i you know if i if, if i don't if i go out or if i don't know many people there usually in the last run i'll put this massive post up being like hey thanks to everyone who came it's always bittersweet when a show ends thank you to the cast the crew you know and anyone who i didn't get to see who saw the show thank you so much for supporting you know local theater on to the next or you know um that's one of the positives i'll say about social media is it's a, a way to do a mass thanks <laughs> um but after that we uh we went to my work halloween party um which i helped uh excitingly helped plan it was me and uh, her name's mallory uh she's brian's uh, uh stepsister and uh, we, we've been decorating the place and we've been doing little marketing posts like with different backgrounds and, and stuff like that. Not all of it gets because we have a marketing person who runs all accounts. Um, Cookville, Newport, Sevierville and Nashville's Instagrams, Facebooks, all that stuff. So one person runs all that. And most of the time it's generic posts across all platforms like, hey, try, it's fall. Try our peanut butter cup whiskey. You know, something like that. 
but on the off chance we do get something pushed through and it's marketed it's really cool but we decorated and we planned trivia and we planned games for the kids of some of the employees to play like uh, uh, the trivia, which I learned some things planning these trivia and getting to co-host the trivia. Uh, for instance, um, <laughs> uh, two that I wanted to run by you and see if you can answer um, since it is Halloween. Right. Uh, one is what do <laughs> What do people in London call the night before Halloween? I'm not sure. Cabbage night. It's an old custom dating hundreds of years ago where they would pick cabbage the night before Halloween. And whatever it looked like, that told the future of the husband they would find. And then the women who didn't get the pick that they wanted would throw cabbages at male houses, which was the invention of pranks on Halloween. Wow. Yeah. Odd. I was like, that's weird. Okay. And they, they think the Celts were weird for wearing masks for, to hide from demons. Like <laughs> you were chucking cabbages because you didn't like what they looked like. Um, and the other one like oh man mine's gonna be leafy and green <laughs> oh no my husband's gonna be stale <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna throw it at this house so the other one that shocked me was um in what u.s state is it illegal to dress as a priest or a nun for halloween texas no shockingly no you're on the right path with Southern. Mississippi. No, close. Alabama? Yep, Alabama. It's the only state in the, in the union that it's illegal to dress as a nun or a priest. Well, right? you know, I, I think it's important that, that somebody, you know, make a rule like yeah. that somewhere. I mean, somebody's got to make the example. Yeah, they do. And anyone leads by example. It's Alabama. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it was it was it wasn't a long night because you know most of us are thirty and older. So by ten thirty, most of us were like, "Well, I'm ready to go home." <laughs> uh, plus, I had to be back at nine a.m., so <laughs> I needed to get some sleep. But it was it was it was interesting. It was a fun day. I was again going back to your show. I was I was proud. I was very excited to get to be in the audience. Um, it was just, it's, we've both been always been good about if we're not doing something together, at least try, the only one time have you told me don't come. And that was the Adams family when you were mm -hmm. Tuscaloosa. And part of me was like, well, now I have to come. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to respect his wishes. I mean, I'm not a massive fan of the show anyways. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, I think I think we've both been pretty good about uh being and I missed one of yours because Emma was born. Yes. So yes. Yeah. But uh on to some some nerd rumors. Uh did you see this WB Smash Bros style game? I did a little bit. Yeah. Uh so the game would basically unite characters under the WB banner like Shaggy versus Gandalf. <laughs> Batman yeah, versus reasonable. Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah, but you know, Batman has gadgets, but can he compete with all of those cartoon hijinks? Oh, I don't think he can. Uh, if there's anyone who can beat the Dark Knight, it's Bugs Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'd, I'd play it, though. I mean... You know, oh, I would definitely play it. I definitely it might play be. It. it might be a. Uh, I'm going to play it at somebody's house. Yeah. Not. I'm going to go buy it. Type of. Yeah. Game. Exactly. For sure. Did you see the Brendan Fraser news? I did not. Uh, so he is joining the cast of Batgirl, the movie, Ooh. as Firefly. Wow. Okay. A villain. Okay. And I just got to say, just on that news alone. Um. This second coming of Brendan Fraser has been 
remarkable. So much so that I was like, why did he disappear? And you know what I found out? What's up? I found out that he got depressed after his wife left him. Okay. Gained some weight. Uh, people started attacking him for the weight gain. Mm-hmm. Quote, unquote, fans. Uh, and then he started to speak out against the negatives of Hollywood, you know, body shaming certain producers trying to ruin careers and things like that. Just the dark spots of Hollywood that we know exists. Mm-hmm. And the minute he started speaking out, he was blacklisted by a lot of places. But I'm telling you, I, I'm excited to see him take on a bad guy. I am. Especially in a, a comic book, um, a comic book role, you know, and be intriguing. Yeah, oh, I, I'm I'm down with him to be in anything. Yeah, yeah. Wish we could get um, him in a Marvel movie. Yeah. Uh, have you heard the rumors about a World War Hulk movie? No. Uh, apparently, it's been in the rumor mill. Um, like for the MCU, yeah, okay, with Ruffalo, okay, oh, that's good. I mean, I'd be all about it, but I feel like they did some World War Hulk and Ragnarok, didn't they? Um, yeah, that's kind of what I what I was thinking. I thought that was their way of giving us the movie without giving us the movie. it. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Hulk standalone movies just don't really work, so. Yeah. Now with the almighty MCU at this stage that it's in, maybe they can pull it off. You know, even though the uh, the original, the uh, Evan Norton, mm. that's considered MCU, but still not the same MCU that we have today. No, no. So maybe. Yeah, possibly. I just want to talk a little bit about about the past couple of days and you know, some of the nerd stuff that has been going on. Circulating. And I've heard basically none of it because I've been, you know, so engrossed in work and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's interesting news. But is there anything like big, like trailers released or big announcements other than that? Um. They added some villains, apparently, to No Way Home. I guess Lizard has been confirmed. Okay. So this is what I'm, this is what I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I guess Sandman was technically confirmed, but we kind of saw sand and. Yeah. So what, how did they confirm Lizard? I don't know. I guess he's who pops up behind Holland in the trailer. Everybody Instead thought it was Venom. Venom. Everybody thought it was Venom, but I'm guessing well, it could be. And it still could be, but um, I guess it's been confirmed as Lizard, which, you know, these are all villains from previous, movie. previous movies. So, I mean, how but do you so do is Venom without bringing Topher Grace? Yeah. The Venom we saw. It would be kind of funny to see Tom Hardy's Venom fight Topher Grace's Venom. And eat him whole. Eat him whole. Just mm-hmm. ended. Kind of like what Deadpool did to Green Lantern and old Deadpool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At the end of uh, Deadpool 2. Fix the timeline. Yeah.
Yeah, Batman the Long Halloween. One of my favorite been, stories. Yeah, I've been very excited about this because uh, <clears throat> the comic book is probably one of the most... Uh, mm-hmm. I'd say it's on a lot of people's short list of, of favorites. Yeah. Uh, and the top, probably, for a lot of people. And I love the DC animated stuff, as you do. Um, and, like, I love when they do a straight adaptation of a big, you know, story or a big book. So I've really been looking forward to the movie Long Halloween. We talked for so long about, oh, I guess we're going to have to go buy them uh, because it's not on HBO Max or whatever. All these, you know, old problems one used to have. You have to pay to watch a movie rather than stream it? What? Yeah. And that was this whole dilemma. And then suddenly they dropped on HBO Max and our yeah. problems were solved. Yeah. And we got to watch them. And uh, I really liked them. Yeah. I, it I was a uh, different style of animation that most DC animated films are. Yeah, like sometimes it's it kind of reminded me of uh that show Archer. The very yeah, that's what I have written down. The very bold line. Yeah. yeah. You know, like around the, especially around the face and everything, the the eyes. Yeah. Um it was different. Yeah. You know, I I mean it worked for what this is, I believe. I felt like the idea was that it meant to sort of look like the comic book. Yeah. A lot of it, like, especially Gordon, he looked exactly the same. Yeah. Um, I think that was the idea and it worked, but wouldn't it be so nice to have the long Halloween animated in the same style as the nineties animated series? Uh, I would love that. That would be really cool. Yeah. I was kind of hoping for something like that. Now, I do have it written down. It says that the animation looks like the long Halloween comic mixed with some anime and the newer animation styles of Archer. Yep. And, it, and like I said, it was intriguing. Uh, it was the first thing that grasped me, uh, aside from the the opening credits being like snippets from the comics. Yep, I was about and to say then A little animation and then comic and then a little animation. And um, but the voice cast oh. <laughs> well is Jensen Ackles I offer him the highest of fives he did the dang thing he did not only was he a really good Bruce Wayne but he was a great Batman yeah and he he didn't have to do the ridiculous like oh Batman uh, kind yeah. of thing and that gets made fun of so much for stereotypical Batman, like um, the Lego Batman kind of does that. Yeah. The Christian Bell Batman, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And he didn't have to do that, and it worked. Yeah. So I thought he was great. I mean, we and had Jensen Ackles uh, as Batman, and he's already played Red Hood. Mm-hmm. And he sounds different than Red Hood, and everybody was half expecting a Dean voice, and he didn't really do a Dean voice. No, um, not at all. So. And Josh Dumal is Harvey Dent. Yes. Which he was you could great. Hear, perfect. You could hear some Dumal, but then sometimes he didn't sound like Josh Dumal. So he did well then. Um, Naya Rivera's Catwoman, the last thing she did before she passed. Wow. So uh, great too. She would have made a good live action Catwoman. Yeah, she would have. For sure. Actually, this whole have. this whole cast, the, the three we've talked about here so far. Would all be great live action versions of the characters. Uh, Billy Burke as Commissioner Gordon. If you don't recognize that name, it's Bella's father from Twilight. Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought he did well. well. Yeah. Um, I I, I love the moment when, uh, oh gosh, I went, I totally went blank. I hate when I do that. I think it was in part two, like Harvey and uh, Gordon were we're talking to Bruce mm-hmm. and he's like, Oh no, I, I, uh, I wasn't there. And there's a young woman who can confirm that I was with her all night. I don't think her husband likes me very much. And Gordon was like, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I love that little playboy humor. Huh. <laughs> um, uh, and of course, another DC moment for David Dasmalkin. Ma'am. That guy, everything that he does is memorable. Mm-hmm. He had that little scene in the Dark Knight. Yeah, 
He was so good in. Thomas Schiff, uh, the escaped yeah. patient of Arkham. That's it. Um, in Suicide Squad, Polka Dot Man. Oh, I loved him. Who would have thought that we would just fall in love with that character? I know. Uh, Ant-Man, he's like the Russian guy. He's just memorable in everything. This is Calendar Man in this. Mm-hmm. Calendar and Man was apparently so great in Dune. He's a villain in Dune. So I'm watching, yep. I haven't either. Uh that's my the, plan for my day off, I think. The voice for um Alfred though uh is Alistair Duncan. Now he's voiced Alfred before in that um that animated Batman we don't like, the one where the Joker's a monster. He's like oh, a hunched over the Batman. The Batman. Yeah. He voices Alfred in it. Um, but he is also Kellum Brimbor in the Middle Earth game. Yep, I knew that. Shadows of Mordor. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Pretty cool. But this voice cast, man, I mean, all the way down to Falcone and freaking Jack Quaid is Alberto Falcone. Yeah. Like, I mean, you could hear the Jack Quaid in it. <laughs> no. but, but it was really cool. Um, Carmine Falcone, I've Tyler Swelliver is a fantastic villain in everything he does, live action or voice. He's the god, uh, he's war, the horseman in Supernatural. Um, he's a bad guy in the 100. He's pretty much anytime he's on something, he's a bad guy. He's just stuck, but he's a fantastic bad guy. Uh, and of course, you know, Fred uh, Castacure or whatever his name is, returning to Solomon Grundy. I don't know anyone else who could do the voice of Solomon Grundy other than him. He did it in the animated series. He did it in the video games. He did it this. Grundy. Oh, no, no, Monday. And I loved that aspect. It's like Batman's pet. Like he fed him on Thanksgiving. And even like made a deal with him. He's like, you know, I'll, you know, I'll leave you alone. If you'll just give him back to me, you know, you can stay down here. I won't tell anybody. It's like a dog. Like he has a pet dog down in the sewer. Pretty yeah. much. Um, but the sound is amazing from like the rainfall. Like if you just close your eyes and just listen to the sounding of it. The, the capes, the feet running in the water, whoever the soundscapist is for this movie killed it. Cheers to them. I mean, it literally was like a good audible book. It just, like if you were listening to it on headphones, you'd be encompassed. Uh, yeah, by the way, not to get off topic, but did you realize that there's a, a thing on HBO Max of like Batman audio? Yeah. Something? Have yeah. you tried that out? I haven't tried it out yet. I think I'm going to download one on my phone and like play it on my drive to work one day next week to try yeah. it out. Um, yeah. I don't know if you have to watch them in order, but I know there's one about Riddler. Mm-hmm. And since we didn't get any Riddler in Long Halloween, yeah. but I get it. Um, I, I got to get my, my Riddler fix. So yeah. I'm going to try it out. Anyway. It almost makes you, you know, on Batman Day last year, ways partnered with dc and if you have ways as a you know we just use maps on our phone but if you actually download ways and subscribe and all that or pay the monthly fee you can get riddler or batman as your ways voice it's kevin conroy and can't remember who does the riddler one but it's like when he tells you to take certain directions he does it in riddles and i was like dude i'd miss my destination like, you can't be doing it to me. <laughs> and be like, what goes up must come down. But if you turn here, you're a clown. What? Mm. What are you talking about? There's not a circus nearby. <laughs> I tried ways because they had the cookie monster directions. Mm-hmm. And I thought that'd be great. And it was the most annoying thing I've ever experienced in my entire life, I think. I'm pretty sure Morgan Freeman did one for ways. Now, if you just want to turn left right here, that would be a left at the next red light. It was at this moment he knew he'd taken a wrong turn. He had to he had to do a UA. <laughs> you to make sure it's in a proper <laughs> spot so you don't get pulled over by the popo. 
Rewatching this though, or not rewatching it, but watching it and uh, also rereading it, I think it's interesting how much of the long Halloween's little long Halloween homages are used in Dark Knight and Batman Begins. The Falconia and Maroni stuff, yeah, things like that. Some of the villain type stuff was used. Uh, of course, um, it's also kind of Godfather esque. They even call Falcone the Godfather. That and first we, scene, especially like the wedding and all of that, yeah, in the book that's definitely inspired by. Oh the yeah, Godfather. absolutely, yeah, absolutely. The day um, of my nephew's wedding. <laughs> The, the action is wild. The action's good. Um, not just the choreographed, illustrated action, um, but like the sounds of it. Well, yeah, and the, and the book didn't have a lot of action. It was really focused on the detective aspect of it, you know, him becoming the detective Dark Knight. <clears throat> And uh, the movie, of course, you, you got to have a little more action than that. Like we got Batmobile stuff that wasn't in the book. Um, so, yeah, it, all that stuff was was great. The, yeah, the book was more um, talky talky. A lot of exposition. So, I mean, with an animated movie, you've pretty much got to add in action. Yeah, no doubt. Short movie. What do you think about Troy Baker? Joker? Oh. I have it written down. Uh, Troy Baker is the next best Joker voice behind Hamill. Because he sounds almost just like him. Yeah. I mean, he's channeling Hamill. When I saw that John DiMaggio was in the cast, I was worried for a minute because he's uh, probably my least favorite Joker. Yeah. Or one of my least favorites. Uh, and it's in Red was, Hood. And I did not like him in... Um, and that says a lot because Red Hood is... My Your favorite favorite. animated special, and yeah. I didn't like him. Um, but he did the uh, the Mad Hatter. Yeah, and I didn't like. I didn't like that. Yeah, I like. I like the little pip squeak, little little squeaky voice, Mad Hatter. Yeah, this touch. Yes. Yes. I like that one. Um, the obnoxious one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Uh, John DiMaggio, you know, I have all the respect for him in the world as a voice actor. I mean, he is Bender, after all. Um, but I've never been, uh, you know, a massive fan of his other stuff. Um, he's a fan of himself, I can tell you that much, just by watching the I Know That Voice documentary. But, you know, like he talks about, vo in the documentary, he talks about voicing the Joker under the Red Hood. and the dark place he went to to voice him. And I was like, it didn't feel like a dark pl place in your voice. It just sounded very strange, very straightforward. Oh man, Bruce, I wouldn't even do that. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, no disrespect, but, um, and I, uh, I, I, uh, I need, like you said, I need Jensen Ackles is alive. Action Batman. I mean, I'm pretty sure I said it on this episode, on this show, for years, that he would be a great Batman. And yeah. he, he was up for it at one point, but didn't want to leave Supernatural or have to worry about scheduling conflicts. Um, he was actually up for it before Affleck got it. Like they were going to go in a direction of a younger Bruce. And he's like, no, no, I'm doing Supernatural. Scheduling just wouldn't work out. Mm -hmm. But he'd be, I mean, he's already in the CW family. So, I mean, Batman could show up on Batwoman or something or, you know. He's yet to show up in the CW aside from future Batman with Kevin Conroy. But he'd still is, he'd is be he going there. on? With the continuation of, you know, this line, like the Justice League uh, Society or whatever that they're setting oh, up. The Justice Society. The, yeah. I don't know. With Flash and Green Arrow showing up at the door. Is he going to go on to do that? I think so. I hope so. Yeah, me too. I hope so. Um, 
And I like the jumping from holiday to holiday. It's very much like the comic. You know, it's just kind of like it's, there was the Halloween murder and then here we are at Thanksgiving. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it really accents what Long Halloween is. It's about holiday. The guy who kills on holidays. And I love how uh, Calendar Man's kind of like Ed Wood sound like something I would do, wouldn't it? But I've been here. You know? It was one of my favorite parts, too. Yeah. He was so creepy. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Just his voice. And I, and I, liked, I liked him in the book as well because uh, the, the moment when he changes the pronouns when he refers to the holiday killer, mm-hmm. he says she, then he says he, and it mm-hmm. sort of like turns out to be true. Yes. Because yes. there's, you know, technically yeah. two holidays. Technically two holidays. Berto and uh, Gilda. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, they did it well. They really did. Um, it's kind of interesting, though, how there's so many different origins to Two-Face now. Mm. Not just like how he got the face but like what made harvey lose it there's so many origins out there now to what made harvey dent lose it and and have that multiple personality and and because like in long in the old animated series he always had it big bad harv you know he was in therapy sessions about big bad harv in the old animated show in the 90s and and dark night you know he's it's his nickname, Harvey Two-Face, because mm-hmm. he, you know, you never know where you stand with him. And he'll stab you in the back if he needs to. Uh, but then the fire happens when Rachel dies and he gets the burn. Um, and what was it Batman forever? They did the acid. Acid when he's in court. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did the acid on his face when he was delivering a sentence in court or whatever. So it's kind of interesting how everybody who does Two-Face gives him a different somewhat origin. Um, I mean, it's it's cool. I mean, I don't want the same old, same old every time Two-Face pops up. I like the different things. Um, but like the little things they did, like when he got a, when he escaped the hospital himself in part one, and he's just standing outside of Falcone's hotel, just standing there in his his gown in his hospital gown and um gordon gives him the gun and he's like i didn't give this to you he's like okay okay jim but i mean he doesn't really do anything it's like jim like (laughs) that was one of the times where i was like this is a terrible decision you can see that he's not himself He's right. standing in a freaking gown on the side of the road outside of the guy who did this to him. And he was referring to himself in third person at that point, too, wasn't exactly. he? Like, oh, don't you worry about Harvey. Don't you worry about old Harvey. Yeah. It's like, why would you give him a gun, you idiot? Um, I also, uh, at the end of part, well, not just at the end of part one, but like, um, there was a part, and this is very Sherlockian, which, you know, without Sherlock Holmes, we wouldn't have Batman. I mean, Sherlock Holmes paved the way for Batman. I mean, that's who Bob Kane and them pretty much emulated him off of. Um, it's very Sherlockian when Batman is going through his, um, who it could be with Alfred. He's like, well, no, it can't be Joker, blah, blah, blah. It can't be Calendar Man. It can't be this person. Um, and then there's like this silhouette character that's not got a face to it. And he's like, well, who's the mystery person, sir? And he's like, I'm not ready to name him yet. I don't um, like but it is interesting that he was not approved to carry a weapon because of a psych evaluation. So without showing us and without just coming out and saying it, he already has Harvey as a suspect. 
Mm-hmm. It's just like, mm, you know, I don't like there that. also a, a version of two face where like he was beaten by his dad a lot. Like his dad was an alcoholic and would beat mm-hmm. him and he would something about the coin comes from his dad too. Like yeah. he would just decide whether or not he was going to beat him or how bad he was going to hurt him that day based on the coin toss. Do you know that yeah. version? Uh, I also liked that aspect that it was Batman who gave him the two two headed coin. Mm-hmm. Like he got that. it from Falcone, right? Yeah, that's a big thing. Like, oh, man, you gave him the calling card. You're the one who gave it to him. And it's two-headed. You wanted him to burn the money. Yeah. Because that's straight up. That's a Dark Knight thing. The big pile of money and burning the money. Yeah. That's, that's in Dark Knight. Straight out of Long Halloween. Yeah. But it's an extremely, like, it's just a well-put-together story. It's up there with, like um death of superman for me um the killing joke i mean it's just one thing that i've always thought dc did so well wasn't just animated is when it does a a story a graphic novel i think it's above and beyond what marvel's released sometimes um and you know i'm sure people would disagree that but there's just something about Long Halloween that for me is early on after it came out kind of solidified DC for me. Like, oh, man, this is good. Well, I think what is so great about it probably for us is that it features so many of the villains. Yes. Because Batman has the absolute best rogues gallery well, in comic book superhero Barnum. history. Yeah. Number one, I mean, hands down, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah. Um, and for this one to feature all of them, sometimes pretty prominently, like Joker find the plane and in the comic book Riddler on April Fool's Day and the holiday spares him as an April Fool's joke. And yeah, you know, all that stuff. Scarecrow, of course, Penguin, being an Ivy. Yeah. Oh, especially Ivy. God, I love Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. And she was great. Uh, that was uh, Katie Sackhoff that did yes, her voice. And she was great. Mm-hmm. And I saw that, you know, that post credit scene in part one. Yeah. We're coming up and take a try. And I was like, oh, baby, here we go. I, I love at man. the end of part the the Fort in memory of Naya Rivera thing that they did. Oh, yeah. That was great. That that poor Glee cast, man. Oh, Three yeah. of those kids are gone. Yeah. So sad. It is. It is. And I think that is it. I mean, and most people argue with me you know is batman so good because of his rogues gallery and i was like i mean yeah you're right it is the rogues gallery that makes him but that's true to everything Uh, there is no good hero without good villains right you don't have good villains you can't write a good hero it's all about and, balance. It's all about yin and yang. And, and that's what the Joker and Batman relationship has evolved into that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, wouldn't you say that that really began with the Jack Nicholson Joker? Was that probably when it was like Joker is the ultimate Batman villain? He's the number one like foil to him. Absolutely. Because in the 60s, it was all, you know, they were all kind of the same on the same level yeah but now it's like automatically we all associate joker as the number one batman villain yeah and i would say it is about because of jack's um portrayal of that yin the yang even though jack nicholson's died at the end um which i've never been a fan of comic book movies killing off big name villains in the only movie they're in like I was a little miffed. The one thing I can say I was miffed about with Birds of Prey was they killed Black Mask off. And I was like, eh, he could have come back at, you know, don't kill him off in the first outing. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you never know when you could use him again. Um, but I did like when they are fighting on the plane and Batman's like, uh, calls him Holiday or something. He's like, I'm not Holiday. I'm trying to kill him. He's like, why do you want to kill Holiday? Because there's only room for one psychopath in this town. (laughs) 
Half the city's down there. Either he's there or he isn't. I've got a 50-50 chance. (laughs) I love that about Joker, though. He's like, look, I'm a terrible person, but there's only room for one. You know, like Penguin has his thing. Riddler has his thing. But I'm the maniacal maniac in this town. And this idiot killing people on holidays is stealing my thunder. People are forgetting my name. (laughs) And I love it. I love that... It just adds to what the Joker is. You know, like, there have been times where even the Joker's like, oh, even I wouldn't do that. You know, <laughs> like, I'm a maniac, and I think that's wrong. Or, like, when um, I didn't watch a lot of the Harley Quinn stuff, the newest one where Cuoco is Harley, because um, yeah. I'm not a massive fan of how normal she sounds, I guess. I agree. I agree. Um, the animation's great. The story's great. The voice acting's good. Um, but like, when who is it that unmasks him? It's not Kite Man. Somebody unmasks Batman, <laughs> and he's like Bruce Wayne. He's like, why did you take his mask off? If I wanted to know who he was, I'd unmasked him a long time ago. Like, I was like, that adds to the Joker, too. It's like, he didn't want to know his identity. That ruins everything. Because nobody knows Joker's identity. Um, but I, if he I even know, has one. If he even has one. I mean, technically, if you follow the comics about the three Jokers that r- released last year, um, there's, there's three, you know, because Batman sits in the Mobius chair and says, you're allowed one question. And Batman says, who is the Joker? And he goes, I cannot answer this, for there are three Jokers. And then Jeff Johns and them did a spinoff called The Three Jokers. And it talks about the clown, the criminal, and the anarchist, I think, is the third, or the the madman. So it is intriguing. It's uh, intriguing stuff. You should you should check those out. That's yeah, I will. Good stuff. Um, but this is just... I'm. I'm I'm really excited that it's out. The only negative I have to say is the anticipation of something is always so much better than the actual thing. Cause now it's out. Right. You know, now I'm like, well, I've seen it and I'll probably watch it again. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's up there in the, in the top for me uh, of the uh, DC slash the batman yeah uh, animated specials so your top is you said red hood yeah can you guess mine is it a batman yeah year one no killing joke no joker is in it though Is it the, uh, no, I don't know. Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, of course. Okay. Love that. I am your angel of death. They're killing off the old gang. So good. Um, But yeah, man, any last things sticking out to you about the long Halloween? Obviously, we don't want to like just go around breaking down action for action, scene for scene, because... You know, even though it's past the embargo time and it's our Halloween special and we've warned people, but, uh, you know, that just takes so much time and I still want people to see it and talk about it. And I'm sure we'll talk about it again in a future date. Um, um, yeah, um, I loved it overall. Uh, give it like an eight or a nine out of ten, probably. Yeah. I loved yeah. it that much. I, you know, they they did change a few things from the comics like mm-hmm. you know, Alberto. Um, actually really, really died, you know, not faked his death. Like he went through the propeller and everything. That was wild. That was brutal. Um, They did the whole thing where it was like a relationship between Gilda and Alberto. Yeah. Uh, All that stuff was kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, But I loved how they did try to use the imagery from the comics so much. Mm -hmm. That was such a huge part of it. And, um, um, I thought that paid off really well. 
the cast was incredible. Jen Snackles, highest of fives. Yes. Um, great, great job. Rest in peace, Naya Rivera. She also did a great job. Wish we could have seen more from her. Wish mm-hmm. that we had the chance to 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 see what would have been in Absolutely. the future for her career because she was Absolutely. so talented. She would have been a great live action anything in a, in a superhero oh, movie. To yeah. be honest, should have been phenomenal. Um, and I'll say this too. We have seen the death of the Waynes, gosh, dozens of times probably at this yeah. point in uh, so many different ways. The movies have done it several times. Video games, cartoons. Video games, movies. all of that stuff. Yeah. We've seen it and seen it and seen it. This version of the death of the Waynes was the, had the most impact on me out of any yeah. of them ever. For me, this is the best adaptation the best version of that story yeah. of the death you know their their death mm-hmm. that i've seen that yeah. because i don't know the 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 strange uh difference in the in the illustration of joe chill or whatever version of the killer that is yeah um that was that really stood out the music the expression of bruce when it happened the shock and everything um i just loved it and it just hit me so hard it had such an impact on me and yeah. i felt it i felt i felt that the empathy a lot more than any other time in the past and it's kind of odd that that one is more empathic and you kind of think about well is it the soundboarding is it the animation is it the actual story of their death is it And I think it's just a culmination because, I mean, how many times have we just seen the walk up? No, shoot. Ah! Mm. I mean, even Gotham did that. You know, give me your watch. Give me the pearls. No, bang. Bruce screams to the sky. Um, Coming out of the movie theater. Coming out of the movie theater. All that, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, man. I think it's great. I'm very interested to see what Batman story they can do now to top it. Um, I don't I mean, know many other graphic novels and deep comics they could do aside from maybe the three Jokers. Well, there's a sequel to Long Halloween that follows, uh, what's the daughter's name? Sophia? Yes. The big lady? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she survived. In the comics, mm-hmm. the fall yeah. and yeah. Um, they, I mean, they could continue this whole thing about Catwoman being a Falcone, like being the daughter. You know, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. They could carry on with that, um, and that's something sort of like that was in the comics. I think like she went looking for her mother to learn her name mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, that's part of the sequel. Uh, I think her mother. Was I really her. have only, I think I've only read that like one time a long time ago. Yeah. I don't remember much about it. We'll have to look into it. Absolutely. But I feel like there's a lot more they could do. They could continue with, with this stuff. There's a lot more lore uh, from the comics to dive mm-hmm. into. And of course, they can make it their own like they did with this. No problem. So, I kind of wouldn't mind the Arkham series stories that the games were. Yes. Getting, getting movies. Absolutely. Absolutely. And those with the old 90s animation style especially would be good. Because it's the same cast already for the most yeah. part. In the yeah, first much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would love that. Oh, Arkham Asylum with the Nani's animation and that whole story being locked in Arkham with everybody. And I love all of those games, all four of them. Okay. Yeah. And the, the last one, uh, Arkham Knight, mm-hmm. I've played through it multiple, multiple times and I've gotten like 100% on it, done all the trophies, everything. I liked uh, Origins that, a lot more than I thought I would. I did too. I did it was too. a different and, voice cast, and we were like, they eh. haven't remade that one, like updated mm-hmm. it for the for the next gen consoles. Mm-hmm. I would probably play that more. Yeah. Um, but there's something about that first one, that Arkham Asylum game, that is really special because that was such a breath of fresh air at the time as far oh. as like superhero games and stuff. Yeah. Was, wow, this is what it should absolutely. Should be. It paved the way, and and to think that we haven't gotten more from other titles in that manner is upsetting. It really is. Like, it can't. And this is me saying it. It's not just Batman. 
give us a flash like that, an arrow, a Superman, a, an Iron Man, a freaking Avengers game that's not as lighthearted as the one that just came out. I'm hoping that this Suicide Squad game. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be good, man. Yeah. I mean, Samoa Joe voicing King Shark. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. There's a lot of great stuff coming out in our nerd culture, and we're going to keep you up to date on it. Uh, We're going to try. Uh, Like I said, the older we get into 30, it's getting harder and harder. (laughs) Um, But nerds, thank you for tuning in. It's been a heck of an October. Um, Another Halloween gone. Um, And uh, November is going to be huge. We're going to be spending a lot of time in the Ghostbusters realm. Uh, we've got the new movie coming out, uh, which I don't know if you all know this. Um, I've seen it. Wow. How did, wow. There's got to be a story there. There is. Uh, I'll talk all about it uh, in an episode. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I haven't talked about it enough. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be talking Ghostbusters in the first couple of weeks of November. And then, of course, the new one comes out. And, of course, it's Survivor Series month coming up. We're going to be talking about it. Wrestling. Wrestling. Uh, we got some exciting news the other day. Oh, my God. SummerSlam. Leaving yeah. the post and coming to Nashville. We, we've all but canceled our WrestleMania plans. And, yeah, uh, and instead of that, we're going to do SummerSlam in Nash Vegas, baby. Nash Vegas, baby. Oh, yeah. Home Much better music. Club. I can't wait for all the marketing crap playing up country music. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Jeff Jarrett will be the host. Oh, God. That's J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R-E-double-P. Jeff Jarrett. Double O. Ain't I great? Double N. Gone. <laughs> You're fire. I'm excited, man. Uh, you know, it's sad that October's over, but we got a big November, a big December. We've already planned our finale, and I know you're extremely excited about that. Oh, the yeah. That's going to be a good one. It is. It we'll is. be thoroughly prepared for that one. It will be a good one, true believers. Oh, yeah. And it'll be fantastic. Uh, well, Juice, it's late. Um, we're tired. We're, we're tired. As always, we're tired. <laughs> Thank you, nerds and nerdettes, for a great October. Here's to another great month in November. And stay classy. Stay nerdy. Cheers to you. Happy Halloween. Brouhaha. I saw you and recognize right from the start We're both ruined with matching Insatiable hearts And I knew that One day we'd take this too far My misgivings Fade into nothing When I touch your skin And feel your heart Beat next to mine I'm not living If I don't have